0: I think uh, the character I want is, like, somebody
1: who didn't understand how to be in a pop group was, like, trying, like, so hard. One of my lines that I've written is, like, baby, baby, you're my baby. I'm your baby, baby, definitely, maybe. And, like, like, (laughs) I just didn't understand. Like, what if, like,
0: you were just a robot Programmed for being being in a girl group, but you. I just go too far. Stepford Wives,
1: (laughs) dosido. I was thinking, what if I was like the rapper of the group, but like very bad at rapping. Off the beat. Terrible lines that don't really like, what the fuck <laughs> is she talking about? I really love this idea. Yeah.
0: You know, back then, like, there was always one who was clearly
1: much older than yeah. everyone else. Wow.
0: So I'm going to be the old lady. And then we get to you and you just go, I'm British. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Mary, it looks like Jinx Monsoon just wrote the challenge for her group.
0: Well, thank God, you know, thank God they hired this montessori day camp counselor to join the cast this season and keep these kids in check but in a kind of fun way you know
1: yeah it's fun it's fun what does she say she says we're we're having so much fun drag is fierce and fun exactly (laughs) this is fun
0: yeah i mean from the moment she organized everyone on the couches i have an idea think about which song you really want to (laughs) do and i thought oh jinx is writing this challenge she's organizing this challenge she's Uh, managing, facilitating this challenge, challenge, the laying of the brooms, the the exchanging of the the brooms. brooms. (laughs) Yes, that's right.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) It's, I mean, yeah, Jinx is in so many ways, like, deserves a credit in the credits for this episode.
1: Agreed. You know, and not to take anything away from her group members, but, I mean, they showed us... Jinx taking Evie's stem of an idea and turning it into basically why she won, and she, Jinx was the one that says, "Oh, just do the do you being British, the Vivian." She even gives her the bangers and mash line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was like she. I mean, it makes sense when you think about the
0: kind of shows that like Jinx and Ben put on. It's like, its mm. I can see that mind kind of producing all of this. And yeah, it was correct of like, and Vivian, let's... Let's not paint the peacock here. Let's just yeah. do what it says on the tin, as, as right. Vivian says.
1: <laughs> just yeah. as it says you're, on the tin. <laughs> you're British. You don't have a husband. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think she does. That's a bridesmaids quote. Um, Mary, I. what's interesting about this clip of the week, uh, which actually, uh, they, I think Evie says this, or Jada, says, I think it's Evie, says this later, but she's like, yeah, look at them over there. They're doing like girl group to a T from the early aughts we should just do something different and be really silly and and have fun with it and it's in that moment that I think it just kind of explains this challenge and how you have one group that read the brief and, and I don't think really read between the lines and I think that's why the other girls were more successful on this TV show because they they took the assignment of like, yeah, we're gonna do a girl group, but we're gonna make fun of it.
0: Yeah, it it felt like uh, Mister. They did a girl group to a lowercase t. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was so on the nose. It was in the nostril. It's like, oh, now it's boogers. Now yeah, it, now it was too.
1: It was too in vogue.
0: Yeah, it was out vogue. Yeah, um, it's like, well, now you're out of vogue. Yeah, you're, you're, non-vo- vogue. Don't yeah non-vogue? Non-vogue. Okay. you're non-vogue. Non-vogue? Non-vogue. Now you're non-vogue. Yeah, non-vogue,
1: yeah. Yeah, oh, is that your French accent?
0: That's okay. not French, those Marys are speaking. It's offensive, yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah, this challenge, we've seen so many girl group challenges, and this week's w- was very different for smaller reasons, but I think ones that had a bigger impact and I just want to call it out and maybe have this discussion why do they have boy band oh vocals God. for a girl group challenge Mary th- this is what I'm just like
0: I'm, I'm just touching my eyebrow about I'm like but these are boy band songs but these are both... boy
1: band songs. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, you know, why are these boys playing leapfrog at the bottom of my soup bowl? You know what I mean? I don't have girls. Mine does not have girls. <laughs> I have
1: I have a girl. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's interesting because it wasn't until Ross Matthew's little joke at the start of the runway or start of the challenge, and I mean, when RuPaul's introducing the judges mm-hmm. that I was like, OK, maybe when he makes the like, oh, what's your favorite girl group? And he's like, oh, I like frosted tips. So, you know, in sync. And he names a boy band kind of making the joke of like they're all the same. It was like a weird joke. But here's the thing. I, I know it's it's gendered. Right. And like, OK, so just because it's a girl group, it can have boy band vocals. But, like, were they purposefully being subversive? Because if that was the case, like, fine. But if you're going to do boy band vocals, why not just drag up being in boy band drag?
0: I feel like, in sure, there's the whole, you know, uh, this is not a cigar, you could, you know, or whatever, you uh-huh. know, you, you could, this is not a pipe. It's a penis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah everything you want from a penis. But,. You could go down that whole path of like, oh, they're being subversive. But I feel like, yeah, that maybe that's generous. Because I also feel like Genest. the whole point of this challenge was to be a throwback to a very specific yes! style and a specific time. Like everything uh, – Ross as Carson. I was like, why not just get Carson? Um, but no <laughs> – that being said, Ross, we'll talk about this, Brilliant. but yeah. it was amazing. It was so fucking bizarre. I fucking loved it. It was, bizarre. and the first time I watched it, I was like, "Who's this Jamoke they got to play Carson Daly?" <laughs> it's Ross. Oh my god, it was so, uh, yeah. So interesting. Like, they didn't cast Carson, but that's Presley what I—that's what I mean. It's like, but you have a gay Carson. <laughs> But you have a gay Carson. We have gay Carson at home.
1: We have Kate Carson at home. We have Kate Carson at home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> home. Right. Home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> so, like, that took us right back to a very specific aesthetic in time that it, it felt then kind of weird of like, oh, but you're then taking me back to, like, the Backstreet Boys in sync rivalry on, on TRL. Mm-hmm. So I'm not thinking of any girl groups whatsoever at this
1: point, you know? Yeah, uh, uh, the O-Town, 98 Degrees. Mm-hmm. What was that movie with Together? It was Together. Together, yeah. The group. yeah, yeah. Uh, calculus, it says you plus me equals us. And Do you that, remember that song? Well, yeah,
0: and that movie, someone did whatever, Mary, and they did like a W and then an upside <gasps> down W. Oh,
1: my God. And that is, that's a rattle.
0: Whatever, Mary. <laughs> we have to dig wow. that up. Oh, yeah, we, we got to find that. We got to dig oh, that up. Oh, Mary. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, so... I just think it's an odd choice. It was an odd choice to do the boy band vocals um, because they never made that before with the girl groups uh, since these yes. girl group challenges have happened. They've never done that. Either they're not even writing their own verses and it's like a song, like a pop song, or it's an original song written by Lucian or Leland or whoever. Um but i guess like they're tr- if if they're trying to subvert the expectations subvert the expectation of a girl group sounds like girls i mean they're calling it a girl group they're already using gender language so like and as you said they're calling to a specific time period so i it, i just don't think that that generous reading of this even works to me this was just a messy inception of a challenge and why this episode kind of fell a little flat for me
0: it did and to be honest this was like the 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 first time i watched the episode i i found myself playing on my phone normally i'm like gripped Mm. but i was dropping out and then the second time when i'm taking notes i was like oh i just missed a whole I just missed the whole thing. I don't know what it was about this episode. It was like a slog. I don't know why there's a lot about it that I liked, but yeah, something about this which they have, as you said, they've done for years. They've done yeah. girl group challenges. why, why, on an all winner season, did it not work with Leland and Freddie, mm-hmm. who have been yep. producing great music for drag race? like why did this why was there a pebble in the shoe of this challenge, you know?
1: Well, I think the, the boy band vocals being confusing is one part of that. But if you think back to Bing Bang Bong, Brink Up Bye Bye, if you think back to. Because those are like. None of these songs were those songs, yeah, first of all. Yeah, totally. Um, I think the payoff is that the song is good, it's a bop. And these songs, while like there was a funniness to them, if you listen closely. It, it They just didn't shine.
0: Mm. I feel like I have the Titanic song stuck in my head, but I don't want it to be. It's like having my Sharona stuck in my head, you know?
1: I can't even sing the Titanic one. I'm, I'm hearing together forever. Oh, maybe I'm thinking na, of na, na, the other no. group
0: then. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the other group. See, there you go. Case in point. I don't even know it's in my head. Like, I'm just going to get some Debrox and try to flush it out, you know?
1: That's funny, I didn't think anything was in your head, ever. Uh,
0: yeah, I just thought it was just a, you know, an old pair of sandals rattling around in there.
1: No, it's just... Yeah,
0: yeah. and then occasionally, like... Some little, some little rattles, some little like I know you do. You know what I mean? Just in the breeze. <laughs>
1: it's. I think I'll be going I, now. If you'll yeah. excuse me, and then
0: it fades. You, into hear, the like, you
1: hear like way in the background. You hear, yeah. Like, in the water, I'm a
0: fairy. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Hopi. <beach>. It's
1: incredible. <laughs> Lorraine Gary. Yes. Right. Right. Right, right, right. And then you might hear, like, and that's her kid sister kid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I
0: know that you're right, and I'm wrong. (laughs) You know? get so mad. It's like deep cuts from A League of Their Own. Yeah.
1: You (laughs) got to pit. You got to hit, kid. (laughs) You're the hitter now. Yeah, no. uh, For you, it's, like, all echoey. That's just my brain, like, magnified at all times, and I'm trying to, like tune it out because otherwise I'm just not a functional person I'm just quoting a league of their own what
0: if every like every line of a conversation has to be a line from a league of their own
1: (laughs) don't get me started don't start
0: yeah what if that was like you know they do like an either or like what if your head was made of cheese or you could only quote a league of their own in all of your conversations I, I would always choose a league of their own in that case but you know what i mean like
1: yeah well like you know what difference does it make she's reading you know yeah see it works <laughs> for away, everything shoot, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that happened to me so long charlie you know what i mean mary
0: <laughs> yeah i know what you mean yeah, yeah i'll see you next spring yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I'm like sad or surprised, I'll go. Oh no, it's George! Like and that's just mm-hmm. my that would yeah. become my life. Oh God, just washing the All dishes.
0: Right. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan.
1: <laughs> uh docido tocido Okay, we're bringing it back to Drag Race. Oh, I forgot
0: I... we were recording an episode. I went to another planet. I forgot we were recording for a minute. Sorry.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I have some more kind of not nuanced, but like just smaller thoughts on the challenge. But as a whole. I don't know if the songs worked. I think the boy band vocals were a little confusing. I mean, I can get over it, right? But here we are on a podcast talking about it, so here's a, that's a topic for me. Um, otherwise, any other thoughts before we jump in?
0: No, I am. I am ready to, uh, yeah, to dive on in and uh, make some sense of this. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Well,
1: hey, BetterHelp.
0: Mary, you and I, and BetterHelp, are here to talk about burnout. Oh, I've heard of her. Life can be, well, overwhelming sometimes and can leave you feeling unmotivated,
1: irritated, tired, ired, and sometimes wired. If that sounds familiar, you may be experiencing burnout. And maybe it's time to talk to someone about it. Are
0: we about to talk about therapy, Mary? Because you know I love talking about therapy.
1: Mary, we're talking about therapy.
0: Honestly, I do love talking about therapy. I always feel like I leave a session having at least cleared some clutter from my brain. And
1: with BetterHelp, there's the added benefit of doing it from the comfort of my own couch. BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Whichever option works for you,
0: it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours.
1: So give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy.
0: And because this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, Mary's get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary.
1: That's betterhel dot com allrightmary. Allright, Mary! All right, Mary! before we jump in just quickly just big shout out to sister mary devon and sister mary chuck that just got married this weekend
0: yeah a reminder
1: to everybody listening marries that listen together stay together
0: absolutely so uh she's all right married William
1: <laughs> Charlie yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it's Charlie. So you, yes but that would be like the the Wheel of Fortune all right Mary edition is all right married William
1: mm-hmm. all right married William because married yeah, William
0: are... is our is our Under the Tuscan Sun recap podcast so it doesn't yes, exist yet right. yeah it
1: doesn't exist uh but yeah that's when we say uh you know congratulations to Marys that have gotten married yeah Yes,
0: yes. So exactly. So uh, it's just a segment. Married William. Congrat. So it's it's just a uh, announcement section of the newspaper.
1: Uh huh. Right. It's the announcements. Yeah. yeah. I I love that Raja is a part of the Drag Race world and on this season because she is the one that's gonna say this is a Joan and Christina moment where you don't get to keep all your birthday presents and you got to give them to the orphans.
0: If we do not make these references, where do they go? Where do they go?
1: It's, it's such a it's it's not the most quotable part of that movie, but it's also one of the fucked up things that add to that movie. Joan Crawford made Christina gave her gifts. So give all of her gifts away. And it, it's just like a thing in the movie and she cries and oh, she she gets to keep two because the boyfriend makes her like, oh God, what a little thing to bring up when getting a legendary legend star and then having to give one away.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, what I like about that is because it brings up an interesting thing about Raja this week is that there's ways in which she's very engaged with all of this. And I think making the, you know, mommy dearest Joan Crawford references in the talking heads. Like this is kind of, this is what Raja, Raja wants to, you know, have a big goblet of wine, a fat joint and like comment Mm. on the episode. Mm I, I, feel like what she doesn't want to do is kind of do it's a new day in the workroom kind of talking heads right and I feel like the episode opens where she's like I am here I have a star and you will see me this is like Raja as like a an old robot in a museum like she's just she's just giving them the like the the thing that they need but she doesn't feel any of this you know
1: yeah and and I love that that's okay with me You know what I mean? Like I get – it's like there's a twinkle in her eye, and I'm like, okay, I see you behind the robot mask. You know what I mean? Right,
0: right, because she's kind of earned, I guess, the right to be a little above some of this. And so Mm -hmm. there is that energy of like, I'll deign to play your game, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I, every single time, she's like, "I just want a star," or "I want to keep all my stars." I'm like, "Okay, you're you're playing the part. I get it. Mm-hmm. You're playing the part. Yeah.
0: It's good." Which you know is an interesting contrast to once we get to the challenge because like oh, they honey. basically sherry pie her out of the challenge yes. this week. It's Mary fascinating. Yes.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, there was a little moment that one of our Marys wrote in about about uh, Jinx's coin toss.
0: When did you notice this? No. When does that happen? So
1: it's when they're like doing the like. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And then she flips the coin, puts it on and then looks at it. And she's like, huh. uh-huh. it's like, you know, it was a, it was a, Hey Jinx, go, go over there and flip a coin. We're, we're going to get a shot of you.
0: Right. 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 We're going to, we need, we need a little one of these moments. And I mean, it was clearly between Jada and Trinity. Cause she did say later that yeah. she was considering Trinity. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, I don't think Jinx needed to flip a coin. I think uh, Duncan She's is like, She's obsessed
1: hey. with Jada, right?
0: She's been telling us since week one.
1: I'm obsessed with Jada.
0: It was really no surprise that she would give Jada with those chocolate chips that they couldn't show us. They had to talk about <laughs> cu- not showing the nipples. They had to cut away of Jada showing off her chocolate chips.
1: Oh, my God. Imagine having a cookie without the chocolate chips. I don't I want it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want to see it. Well, I am so happy that she got the other star and it wasn't Trinity. Not, not because like I have anything against Trinity and Trinity's not doing well. I just think Trinity's going to continue doing well.
0: Oh, I mean, I I did not see – I did not expect her to give it to Jada. It made me so happy. I had – you know, we talked about this. I think we both expected Raja to give it to Evie, so that all kind mm-hmm. of checked out. And it was sort of the obvious one of, like, of course – Give it to Hmm. Evie. But, um, yeah, it made me feel good to see Jada get a little heads up. Though I I feel like in terms of, like, great talking head moments, I love when Jinx was talking about, like, you know, wishing that she could just had more stars to give. And then she has this very, like – talking to nobody kind of moment of like, oh, that's a, that's a great way to play the game, Jinx. Just hand <sighs> out stars to your competition. Like, that was so funny. It was so... It was like she was looking to the invisible person to her left about it. I thought that was just adorable.
1: Jinx has had really fantastic talking heads. I mean, it. you know, you have the ADD moments of like, meow, 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 and they go on a little, a little too long. But like, the one that I love this week is when she's... <laughs> She's like, I just wonder if this Titanic, maybe Rose would let go. And then she's like, Ooh, Jinx, bad, Jinx, "Bad, bad, Jinx!" Bad. I I love it, and she'll she does
0: shit like that, or she'll even have like little things like you know, let's let mommy get hers before everyone else sees.
1: Just calling it it's Elsie's. So perfect. It's, yes, Jinx is. I am. Oh, like, she said Elsie's. I thought everyone else eats. No, that's what she said. She said Elsie.
0: Oh, well, I like the idea that she said Elsie's, you know, like, okay, saying, that, I got to yes. put my shoesies on, you know, before everyone yeah, else yeah. sees. Yeah, let's let
1: mommy get hers before everyone else sees.
0: I just like, I think that's she is, oh, she's just a doll. I think she's like the star of this season. And mm. oh, my God, I just it's and her runway was like, unbelievable. So we'll get to that.
1: I want to, God, again, Raja, just some more love for Raja here. Raja's cat in the hat hat that she comes in. I'm going to call this the Raja Duke. The Raja Duke. Is that like the
0: Baba Duke? Oh, the Raja Duke. Oh, the Raja Duke. Oh, I'm just the kid in the back seat screaming. Oh, <laughs> I hate that kid. (laughs) That kid, you hate that kid. I hate that kid, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one scene when the mom's like,
1: will you shut the fuck up? (laughs) It
0: was, I've never felt, it was like a mirror. The screen was suddenly a mirror.
1: I, there's not many people in the world that could pull off this type of hat. RuPaul is one of them. RuPaul has done this before. Yes. Worn like a very, very big hat. And it, it 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 didn't look ridiculous. It looked like perfectly on point. If that makes sense, in
0: my head when I when I picture RuPaul wearing this hat, it's for when they do that weird Cha Cha Bitch challenge in season eight, and because oh. then I have this flashbulb memory of when Thorgy Thor does that like. You know, Mm. her, you know, old Frida Kahlo falling on Mm. the floor moment. And then it cuts Mm. to like RuPaul clapping and laughing. And I feel like she has a hat on in that picture in my head.
1: She I can't. Mary's will help us. They'll send us the screenshots. It's going to be fabulous. Yeah. Uh, Of when RuPaul wore the very large oversized. What do they call this? A baller hat.
0: Yeah, it's a... a
1: bowler hat? Bowler hat? Oh, God, I know nothing about that. What makes you think I don't have an interest in fashion?
0: Yeah, in hats. Well, you know, (laughs) uh, a bucket hat, you know? I don't know. It's not a bucket hat. I know that.
1: Mary, does anyone still wear
0: a hat? You know who wears hats? Lisa Rinna's been wearing a lot of bucket hats this season on Beverly Hills. I just had to get a Housewives reference in there or else I don't get my check, so... Um, Mary,
1: were you part of the TRL kind of, like craze did you go home and watch it do you remember when it wasn't live
0: oh this it was like the the nostalgia hurt my heart to like mm. because like this was yes i would you know watching it at three o'clock in the afternoon after school and i the era that i watched it it was all about there was number three was the corn spot and then it was always who was gonna be number two and number one backstreet boys are in sync it was that's it was always it was a male dominated TRL. I feel like number four might be either Britney or Christina.
1: Christina. Yeah. Well, there was a, a time when it was a battle between Christina and Britney for sure.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. I yeah. I just I, I and I guess because all of my because I only had all, mostly all my friends were girls in eighth grade. And so like there were all, mostly Backstreet Boys girls. But like I think I was very tuned into that because that's what everyone cared about in my friend group. But yeah, it was always the debate. Who's going to be number one this today? TRL or not mm. TRL, BSB or In Sync?
1: Mm. Yeah, I was a JC Chauze fan. Uh, my J. friend Simona C. loved Justin, but JC was the cute one. He was also the better singer. I just loved him. And he was just marketed poorly when the group broke up. He had that one album and the song in the drumline soundtrack And wasn't marketed properly and had an album that like didn't really fit why we loved him. And then Justin kind of won because he had a better uh, producer. It was just weird. But anyway, I, I it kind of brings me to another point about why this challenge was a little disappointing. The only kind of TRL we got. The TRL spin of this girl group challenge, because if it's girl group challenge, just call it a girl group challenge, Mary. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do all of this. They edited in all of the TRL kind of footage, and then they had the Ross Matthews playing um, Carson Gailey segment. T- Honestly, I think pick one or the other. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's like do the girl group challenge or like do a TRL like real interview. I was actually more interested in hearing them act like a girl group than sing like one.
0: Yeah. That's a good point is that TRL was about like interviewing and having all of these people on stage. And it was like, I know COVID and all that, but like the ideal world is like, fill that stage with drag race girls. Like you did in season 10 with that first Uh mini challenge and have them, you know, kind of have lines. Yeah. yeah, Have lines Mm -hmm. be part of the bit, you know, and And yeah, I think to your point, if they were doing more of this, like, including more of this interview, I feel like these characters that the other girls group, you know, created would have really come out more. But I felt like when it it was just this kind of disconnected performance, uh, you had to really squint to get like, oh, okay, so Evie's a robot for some reason. You know what I mean? And Jada's, I guess she's got, well, Jada, it took me a while, but I. I finally landed on Jada IBS and Saul for this character. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and it pains me to have to make a poop joke, but the job calls for it. And, but like you wouldn't, all of that might have been a little more clear if there was more of an actual TRL situation happening, you know?
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think it also would have made Mr a little bit more entertaining um, because there was something going on with, well, Trinity was crying and then Raja was like on her phone. There was like, that one was like confusing, that segment. It was all about Shay leaving the group and I don't know. I I don't think it landed the way that it uh, it could have or should have.
0: Oh, I mean, in a normal non-Montessori season, no offense, Jinx, for your for your work with the group uh i feel like the other girls would win this challenge and uh-huh. then the mystery would be in the bottom two it'd be in the bottom and then i feel like within that i could see raja definitely raja in the bottom trinity. two and trinity trinity raja and trinity raja yeah because yeah, i mean monet and Shay were fine but it was like okay i mean
1: it it it, oh, I, it, I thought Monet was fantastic, but we'll I get think to that.
0: It just felt like the song it was like, but I don't see Monet singing this song. So it's not like her fault, but it was like, but this, that's not Monet's voice. You know, or that's not, Mo, it just didn't make, you know, and I don't know. It just, oh, I see. I see. There was yeah, a she's disconnect. Trying,
1: she's put on a character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like that she put on a character uh, and Trinity, I guess, put on a character Raja and Shay's characters just weren't formed. And that goes to what Evie was saying in the workroom of like, oh no, they're like really trying to be legit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they, I don't think that the whole cast got the same kind of coaching of, well, look, like, you know, w- Mr. took it very seriously. They had fierce mm-hmm. looks. The characters all kind of took it seriously, except for Trinity. The choreography was like good, and it didn't match the same tone as the other girls that leaned into the drag show at all. You know,
0: yeah it it, it was um it was a, a mister opportunity. Oops. Uh, so, whoops. Um, so. You know what? This is this is kind of just as I was watching the workroom. You know, they go through this whole tussle about picking groups and oh, that was know, faux drama. The I, faux the, drama. The, mm-hmm. the, the
1: Monet and Raja schmacting skills kind of gave it away for me when they were mm-hmm. picking te- when they first picked the teams. They were like, "Oh, so uh, yeah, you just want to do this?" I'm like, I feel like this was rehearsed. Yeah, and and.
0: I do feel like the the sort of nerve that was hit for Vivian, I was like, I get it. I would probably do yeah. the same thing of like, it's not that I don't want to be with these people, but I don't like that you just decided it for me. Like I, I didn't think she was being ridiculous at all.
1: I think Vivian wanted to do really well and she was just annoyed.
0: Yeah. Cause this yeah. wasn't, she couldn't like plan this and you know, obviously it worked out, but um, one thing watching these scenes and I might, continue to do for the rest of the season is that if you watch every scene especially these workroom scenes as if jada is stoned out of her gourd and doesn't want anyone to know it's so funny it's just it's so many of those like dead-eyed looks and like huh what no oh yeah sure like it that is that's the lens that's the lens i I could go back and watch the season of jada just being like really stoned like oh that edible was way too big but i can't tell anybody
1: you know what is starting to now really be highlighted each episode is that there is no dinky dink edit there's no shady edit there's no nobody doing poorly and i think that's also why this episode sort of fell a little flat again i understand like In the past, we've been like, oh, this drama is so forced. Like, I get that. And they are just showing them all doing well in the planning period. They're all getting along. And then Leland and Freddie, or Leland and Stitch, first of all, I'm so happy that they put makeup on Freddie this time. They're trying to brand him. It's no longer going to be Leland and Stitch. I'm just happy for Freddie. Just want to put that out there. But even during that part, nobody did poorly. Everybody was Mm -hmm. doing well.
0: There was never a like oh like oh you missed those mm-hmm. words or oh like even like for example with Monet, it was like, here, let's just go, you know, what is it, down an octave, up an octave, let's let's change yep. something here, but it wasn't it was just like, oh, let's let's just play. Let's just see what happens. There was never a concern. And any and even someone like Trinity who doesn't sing, it was like all for funsies. You know, it was like, oh yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. So um yeah, and like this was again one of those like rehearsal situations where it was like, oh, I think we're going to see all of this probably later in the final product. So I might look at my I phone did... for a minute. <laughs>
1: I did appreciate, yeah, exactly. I did appreciate the like montage of the other girls all making weird sounds. uh-huh, uh, I thought that was you know creative and clever and a good use of the t- the time because they were all having a lot of fun in that recording session. And you know, Jinx sings one chord. oh, that is
0: her that is her trademark thing. She only sings one, yeah, I
1: uh one chord, one, one chord. Not... One
0: chord. She can hold a chord. <laughs> she can hold it, but she needs a little bit of tonic, you know, just to uh, loo- loosen it up a little. Uh, and I was thinking okay. about this earlier. I was like, what Tease is it? What it's did off. what did she what did Jujube say? I can hold a I can hold a note.
1: Is that what she says? Yeah, she sings she says I can hold a note. She I, guess, can, says, hold I a
0: can hold note. a
1: note. And that's what Jinx was doing. Jinx was holding a note.
0: Uh <laughs> not to be confused with Thorji's note in or no, excuse me, Shangela's note. Yeah, get station. Out of my station, get out of my fucking station. <laughs> um, my station. But yeah, Mary's. This is a a long time poppy seed in in our and particularly your teeth about season two yes. when uh, Juju B tells RuPaul when RuPaul asks Jujubi if she can sing, Juju says, "I can hold a note.
1: I can hold a note." And it's it's a phrase that's often used in Drag Race. I feel like we've heard it before. It's like, "Oh no, I can hold a note." And yeah, it's. Mary's out there that understand, like, I know that you hear me. It's like there's another phrase that she means, but whatever. She's another two or three phrases. You're clutching a piece of paper. This is holding a note. (laughs) Notes on a scandal.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I can hold a notes on a scandal.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, before and after. I love that, Mary. Uh, Yeah. So then we have the, you know, the choreography session, which, you know, uh, Jinx's again, bored face
0: watching <laughs> Mr. is brilliant. It's so – it's it's heavenly. Jinx, between that and giving us this bizarre narrative story about her LARPing and chipping her tooth, I mm. – Oh, my gosh. Jinx was just doing so much work to keep this episode afloat.
1: Agreed, yes. Uh, we get some Raja doing yoga, which, you know, I, don't, I think that's a first in the workroom.
0: Yeah, forget workroom conflict. Let's do – workroom yoga
1: yeah if that's not kind of the epitome of the season right oh they're doing yoga in the workroom now right
0: right like that's yeah that's the extent of any kind of drama you know jada cried week one and now it's like i don't know we don't have anything to really (laughs) sort through you know viv are you sure you're not still mad are you sure you're not still mad viv because that would really help right now (laughs)
1: Exactly. Yeah. And you know, obviously next episode I guess Jinx is a little salty, which is Mm -hmm. good drama. But yeah, no, the most they're doing is stretching a little bit, and if it gets too hard, they just move to child's pose.
0: Yeah, right. Just move to child yeah. What is that from? Why do I know that? (laughs)
1: It's the comeback.
0: The comeback. Oh, that's right. If it gets too hard, just move to child's pose. (laughs) Uh, Juno's
1: struggling. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With the uh, construction anyway. in the background.
0: Oh my god, yeah. I was like, what why th- do I know that okay. sound?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you know that. It's the uh, Yeah, no, okay, I'm going to move on. Shay um, Shay Coulee, calling out kind of what we're all thinking, which I appreciated, that they're putting this in the show. And she's like, yeah, I feel like I'm starting to fade in the background, so I yeah. can't let that happen. And I was like, okay, this is cute. She knows she is, and then she, you know, has a a phrase that she puts out later, uh, I didn't come to play, I came to slay, like, we get it, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's fine, and uh, I would be very surprised if Shade didn't excel in at least one or two more challenges.
0: I don't think, yeah, I don't think that she's gonna slip to the back. No, she is, because next week is a another design challenge, and uh-huh, I feel like right. she's... That I feel like they're almost setting her up for that the way they were setting Viv up to get a star, the way they were setting up Raja to finally get a star. Now they're setting up, ooh, Shay's starting to fade. So next week, light a fire under her ass, you know. Um yeah. so I could see like next
1: week Shay's back in the top two. Uh yeah, I kind of I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to kind of shake off the dust and arise, you know. Yeah, and, you know,
0: it's like I know – I think we've been maybe the hardest on Shay this season in so. terms of yeah. feeling a little scripted. And I – you know, it, it does feel a bit like, you know, uh, spitting on an
1: idol here. But, uh, you know, only want the best for her, you know? Um, well, and she's – we know she's super talented, right? Like even the rap this week, like even if we didn't like the challenge, it's like, yeah, but she still did it. And she wrote that in like 20 minutes, you well, know? Well,
0: maybe that's what it is, right? It's like – because Shay, it's like – Drag wise, you can't. I mean, I know love letters. That's a love letter, but like you can't say that the everything isn't in place. You can't say that the spelling and the handwriting of this love letter is not correct. You know, like
1: yeah, the stamp is put perfectly in the the corner of the envelope. It's
0: It's a forever stamp, so you never have to worry. That's that you right. don't it's have River enough. Postage.
1: Stamped, it's scented. It's got some perfume mm-hmm. on it. A, a la L Woods. It's just perfect.
0: Yeah, it's one of those Snoopy stamps. There was <clears throat> there was an era where like all the stamps had Snoopy it's on them. It's a though. Ma stamp. Sorry, Oh, ahead. it's a Ma oh is it with Oh with Ma on it, of course. Yeah. Um For some reason in my head I went to that cartoon Maxine. I just like continued oh, the oh, word. I love her. Yeah. 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 Ma. A Maxine stamp. That's what I want.
1: You know, it's interesting to compare her with Monet because Monet also won the first episode and has not won since, I don't think. And But Monet has an interesting reality storyline because she's playing the fuck out of the game and she's, like, you know, in cahoots and, you know, she's just kind of creating that type of charm and that type of, of entrance into the fu- finale, you know?
0: Well, and they have Bob in the editing room just, like, showing Monet... <laughs> Thinking, being delusional and thinking, oh, I'm getting that star. I'm, I'm that friend. I'm going to get that star from Jinx. Ooh, I see it coming. Like, the editors are having such a good time <laughs> trolling Monet. And it's such a sibling rivalry Bob energy. It's oh, so funny. Yeah. I think
1: Monet is totally aware of it, though. Well, Monet there's... knows what she's – the content that mm-hmm. she's providing for the editors to pick and choose from. She's playing like, think I think, I think Monet knows that. And I think Bob also would know that, too.
0: Yeah. It's like Raja there's always the twinkle of like they're playing a little uh-huh. they're playing the, the game kind uh, of couple levels yeah
1: yeah well Mary, what do you say we talk about Tuvalu?
0: Oh uh, yeah uh, had no idea it's I mean I'm not very familiar with her but I would have said tovlo let's be let's be real um it does <laughs> tov-lo, sound yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it does sound like a British person going, oh, I got to go Tuvalu. Tuvalu. I gotta go to, Tuvalu. Like, ladies, to the bathroom. I gotta go Tuvalu. I
1: gotta go to yeah, Tuvalu. I gotta go uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I am not familiar with Tuvalu uh, because I'm an old man, and I also learn from reading. And I think it's fine. I, I don't. I think it's very common. I think this is like, whatever. Who cares? Uh, and on nuance, we're gonna talk about um, somebody else that 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 mispronounced Tuvalu's name. Oops. I don't even know what that is, but. Um, You're going to love it,
0: Mary. Great. You know, I'm realizing what it really is, is it's a Swedish or a German person who's visiting London for a holiday. That's what they call it over there. And then they have to go to the bathroom and they go, oh, I have to go to Valu."
1: Oh my God. Is that (laughs) your like awful Swedish-German accent? I'm from a
0: very strange Scandinavian island. Um, It's a lot of influences. So you really might not be able to... Uh, I am the Derek Kemsley of this podcast. That's a housewives reference, <laughs> but you know. Uh so yeah, you figure it out.
1: Oh, uh, anyway, she was she was she was fine. She was cute. She was more cute in the untucked segment.
0: Yes, uh, I I appreciated that she was like, "Okay, I'll wear this helmet with a birthday cake on it." Right. Sure. She, right. she wasn't This isn't Megan Trainer, you know what I mean? No.
1: No exactly she was like yeah my stylist did this
0: yeah i was so glad i watched the untucked because i was getting a megan trainer in the onesie mm. uh yeah, energy like, what are you doing
1: what are you doing what you don't you really doing? mean that yeah you don't know what you're doing you don't it, know what you mean with that cake on a pilot's hat
0: yeah right right like where are you going you know who where is she going
1: <laughs> where is yeah, she been? who is she who, who is does, she hope, who to does be? she hope
0: to be <laughs> and then in untucked she's like i don't know <laughs>
1: Yeah, she doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to Tuvalu, Mary. Yeah,
0: I'm going to Tuvalu. I need to go to Tuvalu and take this cake uh, off my head.
1: <laughs> oh
0: my God. A lot of influences. Uh, so many influences.
1: Uh, one of our Marys pointed out in the subtitles. That there was a joke cut. Yes, the zigga zigga. So because yeah, wow. uh,
0: Tuve Tuvalu says something about zigga zigga, and then the edit is kind of choppy. It is. Mm. It, yeah, is, it like, is like
1: it is. There's a they laugh too hard at that non joke.
0: Yes, and so the subtitles show RuPaul saying, "What did she just call
1: me?" Yeah,
0: which is yeah. interesting in terms of like oh when or why or it's such an old RuPaul joke it's almost like I hardly know her well, we've heard it so it's many one times one
1: that's not in fashion anymore I right? guess that's like, what, you're right yeah. what an interesting in
0: shift of like oh yeah you can't like that you can't make that joke row right. yeah that's right. interesting huh
1: uh moving on to Ross Matthews as Carson Gailey uh you had a crush on Carson Daly. I'm assuming, like every gay boy. Who oh was sure.
0: Oh oh my goodness. Yes, he was. There was he was very much my type. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Even the the black nail polish era. You know when that I, started happening.
0: I may have dipped out by then. I may have found internet porn by then and been looking at like old naked men on like in galleries by that point. <laughs>
1: I just remember that he dated Tara Reid and I was so jealous of her.
0: Oh, God. I forgot about that. Carson and Tara. Wow. I mean, it's such a, like, Carson Daly. I don't know. Like, cause I feel like what, what, it's like he's still around. You know what I mean? Like, his career evolved. Like, this was not, he's not like a VJ who we don't see anymore. You know what I mean? He's not like that guy, Jesse, who won, who wants to be a VJ.
1: Right, where right. like that's... Dave Holmes actually is still like in the yeah. sphere of reality television, which he, is interesting.
0: He had a way more successful career in television, podcasting, wrote books, I think, or at least mm-hmm. one. You no, know, uh, though I always want to call him Dave Thomas, which is not his name. Uh, Dave Holmes, uh, yeah,
1: and had no idea he was gay
0: at the time. You know, you look back on that that challenge. I had no idea that Dave was gay.
1: Not at the time, but then later on I found out, and I was like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Look at you, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: Well, the Carson Daly impression I thought was great. I love the nuance of the pants. There was uh just a lot that was there that was – it it was clear that gay people did this. It was, And it was just, like, such a
0: bizarrely committed performance, and I kind of – Yeah, like, I didn't recognize Ross at first, and I was like, this is not just, like, bossy Rossy. Like, this is – what a what a bizarre transformation, and uh, I loved it. I, I really – this is – like, I almost, like, expected to be like, oh, God, whatever. Ross is Carson. This is so dumb. But I, like, genuinely thought he did a great job.
1: I'm glad he leaned in so hard. I yeah. think, you know, that just, that just goes to show you how much fun they're all having. Yeah. Um, but we get Mr. – you know, some of the things I just noticed – first of all, I thought Monet looked so hot. Like she was the hottest like girl group girl and even with her dancing and the singing, it just kind of fit.
0: Yeah, I I think that so Monet in and of herself, I mean, I think we've, we've seen her excel in girl group challenges before. Like this is, you know, right on her alley, so to speak, Miss Ho. But I felt I think this is when I realized that like the boy band thing was throwing me off because it just mm-hmm. was so dissonant from the energy that monet was giving and it was like well i would rather this be more of what monet's doing than what this song is doing like i just felt it 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 just didn't yeah it just it felt like a mismatch you know
1: yeah uh i i had to watch it a second time to remember shay and her rap and you know on second watch it was like oh okay right it goes by quickly but she's very skilled i was mostly distracted by raja just not knowing the words no
0: they i mean all i kept doing was just watching raja to see how little they'd show of her on her solo they showed the fake crowd from 1999 uh-huh. they showed yep. rue they showed the other girls they showed raja at a distance and they only showed her <laughs> once and it was just her mark in the beat and i was like what was crazy was like there's a talking head earlier in the episode where raj is like oh my god this is my dream i've always wanted to be in a girl group they Mm. also show her talking about like oh yeah this whole era i was basically like stoned and drunk for and then they show her during this challenge going i'm not a pop star i'm a lounge act so it was like you guys like they cut all of her bitching about this challenge yes it was such a crazy edit and I, I just – I it was almost fascinating to see, like, how much they weren't acknowledging that Raja had no interest in being there and had no problem showing it.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, and I love that we know. I love also that she picked, like, a Paris Hilton to kind of be. Because it's like – then it would also sort of make sense if she, A, doesn't know the words, and B, like, doesn't look like she wants to be there.
0: Yeah. Th- this, I, I think – I, I think she literally didn't know the words and didn't want to be there. And I think it was that was just Raja. Yeah, Raja, Raja, Raja. Raja, yeah.
1: Raja, Raja. Uh, uh, yeah, Monet, I would have put, if I were to pick one from this group, I would put her in the top over Shay because of combined with her runway. So there's that. I also love oh, – yeah. I give credit to singers, and I shouldn't do this. This is my own bias, and I'm allowed to have it because it's a subjective opinion. But I give credit to drag queens that sing rather than rap because it just shows more.
0: I get that. I think it's kind of in the same way that like, I I give extra points to a queen like Jada or Roxy Andrews because they make like almost all their stuff. Uh-huh. So it's like yeah. that does make a difference. That is – that is a part of your total package, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, like, the fact that Monet can actually sing and can actually, like, you know,
1: be... She wrote the melody. Like, yeah. they're, they're also writing a melody, too, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's more than what the all of the other girls that did the rap are doing. They're writing a rhythm,
0: you know? I think that deserves credit. I think in the same way that in the design challenge, you know, we admire the queen who hand stitches and puts in pockets uh-huh. versus the queen who like hot glues yep. things together and holds it together with desperation. So I think you're allowed to have that opinion. It's valid. Oh, thank you for allowing me. Mary. Yeah. I'm Appreciate I'm not it. calling you out. I'm welcoming you in.
1: Oh, thanks, Mary. So yeah. uh, we're finally onto the other girls who for me, just like it, they did the challenge. I think the way that this challenge was supposed to be done, which was totally just like drinking the piss out of it and the vivian i give her points because again she sung she so the the vivian she she was singing
0: and uh she did a lot of stage work to try to tell Mm. those character stories you know and like i i appreciated that because she was trying to contextualize you know like evie needing like a crank up or i was like we get it jada's Jada Ibsen's and tall. We got mm-hmm. it, you know. Um, I mean listen, I love Jada and I was like, if you gotta go you've gotta go brown, if you gotta go brown to get that crown, who am I to stop you? You know?
1: Oh Mary, but the nuance of the shot of Michelle when when jada sings just like diarrhea we exploded in love and then there's a shot of michelle and it looks like she's either holding in a grimace or a fart
0: (laughs) oh yeah it's like she's in the front row of a gallagher show and she's like oh god i'm gonna get hit with watermelon like it just is like, (laughs) she's like yeah pull pull up the tarp yeah Yeah. um yeah Uh, i i think michelle did not see that coming at all and i think she wanted to like queen out on jada's rap and then the word diarrhea showed up and listen I get it you know well, diarrhea Michelle shows up, notoriously
1: you know? doesn't like those jokes you know unless they suit the judge's narrative that week which we've called out last season but yeah,
0: yeah. no there is like the weird all right Mary deep dive is like Michelle's relationship with poop jokes
1: <laughs> well I don't think there's much uh, to say except that you know Rockham Sakura basically got sent <gasps> home or was put in the bottom for one you're right and then you know the season 14 whichever one just happened the mighty wind or the you know that, yeah. that challenge uh yeah anyway and I, somebody it,
0: in a girl group farted and she thought that was funny yes, too
1: exactly exactly you know what so yeah it's 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 just judging and it's fine uh, whatever but justice for rockham um yeah i i also you know this group if i were to critique it again like they were all standing so far apart from each other that it It just looked weird. It didn't look as tight as the first group. So, like, aesthetic-wise, I like the first group. Content-wise, I like the second group. And what's interesting is when they were kind of all close together during Jinx's verse, they were—the camera, Mary—go back and watch—focused on Evie while Jinx Uh was singing.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that does then go back to, like, the ways in which they were selling Evie as the top two this uh-huh. week. And yeah, I don't know if I, even on second watch, knowing it, you know, and, and seeing the setup of this is Evie, used to choreograph this as a kid, like, to kind of give us the backstory in Act 1 of how much this means to Evie. And I think that she was good, but I—, I I, I think it's okay, I
1: Mary yeah have an opinion. It's I <laughs> think I
0: don't see it from the. It was an oddly choice. It was an oddly yeah. choice.
1: It wasn't <laughs> even
0: correct. I just I don't know. Yeah, I I just felt I, like I'll, it I'll was say forced. It. I
1: didn't get robot. I didn't get the bit really until the end. Yeah. Uh, it didn't hit the way that it was conceived. Right. Much like Jada, who I think had a bad start to her original character which is like oh i'm gonna be bad at rapping it's like that's never gonna be funny because you're it it's not gonna come across the way that you think it's gonna look like you fucked up it's not gonna work that you're a bad rapper yeah that's that's a very hard parody to do to make someone that's bad be funny and that you know that it, it was meant to be that way like that's a lot to do in eight bars You know what I mean? Uh, And what and and what what story do you tell when you're all singing? You know? Well, yeah, that's why I'm glad Jada went to the lower rung. But uh, with Evie's, I actually like the idea of her being like a, a Stepford boy band person. But all of her lyrics were like just about technology. Right. Right. You you weren't getting,
0: you know, uh, I'm just, you know, I'll just die if I don't get that recipe like that. That's what it needed to be was like Uh things like that boy
1: band cliches. It just needed to be cliche after cliche after cliche after cliche. And I feel like she didn't have enough time to write those lyrics because it could have been very, very funny.
0: Well, I guess girl group cliches. I guess technically—that's what, I mean. oh, yeah. yeah, no, what I mean. Oh, sorry. But no, I mean, yeah, Freudian slip. You know, this is a, a a tiny tangent, and it's a musical theater reference, which I can't believe, but Oops. go with me. So, I what you were saying about someone who has to be doing something poorly, like it's harder to do it poorly and still succeed. Um, mm. So, uh, I guess this is maybe at the most recent. Olivier Awards. There was this woman, Amy Lennox, who did a performance from cabaret as Sally Bowles, and mm-hmm. it was like un. I guess it's life as a cabaret, um, and it was. And I I don't really know that show very well, but like someone in the comments was like, "This is brilliant because Sally's not supposed to be a good singer, and and oh. it, you have to be able to like sh- like give a good performance while not being you know while not holding a note, so to speak." And it was incredible it's anyone who you know in musical theater mary's probably have already seen this a thousand times but mary it's a high recommend it is such a perfect example of like doing something technically poorly but like doing the song perfectly you know
1: Mm. yeah it, it it it's hard i i have two my brain is going in two spaces right now there's that Famous performance. I forget who sung it. Mary's will let us know and send us the clip of somebody singing Colors of the Wind poorly. Oh, yes.
0: Do you know this? Uh, it's,
1: we used it as a last chance lip sync once, I think. Is it Christine Bianco? No, no. It's, uh, I, yeah. I. Oh, That's man. the first
0: place I went with some kind of parody-ish singer. You no, know?
1: it's, uh, right. No, it was somebody that was... It was just bad. It was, it, like, on purpose. Uh-huh. Uh, like, sings it so poorly. Uh And it's so funny. And I'm... I don't want to type right now uh, and like look for it, but someone yeah, will tell maybe us. on nuance and someone will tell us because there's some musical theater people out there that are like, I know exactly what they're talking about. Uh, Alexis Michelle did a re- recording or did a performance of this. And this queen did a performance of this. It's like a drag queen thing that, uh, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. The other place that my mind goes of like how hard it is to perform badly. And this is a deep cut musical theater reference. I apologize. But in the musical merrily, we roll along. There is a a segment of opening doors where they're auditioning people to sing one of his songs, one of Charlie's songs. And the music is written off key and the actor has to sing it off key. It's the I like to be in New York. But it's all written off key from the music. And it's really hard. Uh, mm-hmm. s- s- and it's also hard to make funny because you also, you know what I mean. I don't know. We're going on a way too long of a tangent, but I like that Jada pivoted. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I mean, granted, she you know she pivoted you know in a in a a choice direction. It it ended up. It, I will say I it it ended up leaving her just with this like oh I'm a bad rapper and then I'm rapping about diarrhea. Uh Once you cut off the bad rapper part, you're just singing about diarrhea. And it was...
1: The lyrics were very creative. I I thought it was funny. Uh, I thought she looked cute. And you know what? She didn't do poorly. I don't think anybody in this group really did poorly. Maybe Evie's lyrics weren't, you know, where where she was supposed to be going. The one thing I did want to point out is when they were like recording Jinx's long note and then like the fart sounds and all of the sounds that they were doing in the recording studio were in the final performance, but they were so dampened and quiet. Like Jinx was, Jinx held a really long note and they like didn't feature that at all. Uh,
0: I, something sort of similar but different was we see in the rehearsal that like Raja ends her thing with this sort of you know, karate pose, hi, ya moment. Oh yeah. But when she does it in the final performance, like the, uh, the chorus is already singing over her and it seems like mm. a mistake.
1: Hmm. Yeah. It, it, this was an interesting edit. Uh, probably a very kind edit. Um, I will say just credit to Vivian and a funny moment when the interview segment happens for the other girls, the first question kind of goes to the Vivian And she's just like oh well you know I just want to say like You know because of Brexit that's why I'm here You know I had, I had nothing to do it, do with it And more music And it was just that That Understanding that Vivian was bringing Out in one little moment Of I don't know the way that Artists will just like Platitude oh yeah you have More music to look forward to right mm-hmm. uh, In this certain type of voice I just thought that was very smart
0: like those awful Like quick red carpet Interviews Or like uh-huh. you know Hey so tell us What you're excited About coming up Oh I've, I've got this Great project I'm coming It's gonna be so good Oh my god It's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be so good Oh my god yeah. Just a, a bunch of Beautiful just souls way. Coming uh-huh. together It's just One of the most Rewarding projects I've ever done You're gonna love it I gotta go mm. You know yeah, It's gotta go. yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well my, po- my top two For this challenge I wonder who your top two are uh, Is Monet and the Vivian
0: I am going to say – well, are we factoring in the runways? Not yet. Okay, okay. So, like, let me just chop that part off. Um, I will say that my top two uh, is – I feel like it's the Vivian for sure, and I'll – Go, I'd have to rewatch it, but I'll go with you because I'll, I'll, I think Monet is the best at this kind of challenge, mm-hmm. and I think the challenge didn't rise to Monet. I think Monet if, would have shined right. more with a better song and a better challenge.
1: Agreed. And I think the same about Shay, but for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Shay just kind of got lost, and I had to rewatch it to remember her. Um, and so I take some points off of that for me. Uh, All right, let's talk about this Dolly runway. I did some digging, not much, but I was like, why hasn't Dolly Parton been a guest judge? And apparently she's been asked multiple times and for years, for like 10, 12 years, Michelle Visage said in an interview, um, and it's scheduling.
0: I guess I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, she's not, like, anti-drag race. She did send no. a video message to Nina West at the uh-huh. finale for season 11.
1: I, you know, I don't have much to say about this runway, except I felt like they were all too similar because they all did really well.
0: Well, I, everyone did that little walk, you know? I mean, everybody—you've <laughs> got to do the Dolly walk. I think— you know, Monet, I love... Monet's done this before. I remember her in season 10. She did that, like, church lady look with, like, the really mm. bright print. I love when she does this. I, it's always this kind of, like, Brooklyn influence. I love Letter to Brooklyn, if you will. But oh, I okay, I always ladies. give points for when Monet does this kind of style.
1: Oh, Mary, Monet... Okay, I, 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 I'm just gonna not bury the lead here. Monet is top two also because of this look. I love this look so much. I felt like it was drag and you see an, an allusion to Dolly as opposed to a Dolly illusion.
0: Right, right. I, I I didn't feel like she was trying to kind of shoehorn herself into a Dolly look. Uh, Right.
1: Which I think is, uh, well, I'm just going to call it out. Like is the challenge for this runway and why I think these night of a thousand blanks is kind of problematic not problematic, um, tricky is because is it an illusion or an illusion? How are you going to be judged? You mm-hmm. know, I, I just think it had, it's had some great of both, this runway, but it was unclear what they were supposed to do. Like, were they supposed to make replicas or not? And I think it's interesting if you lean in one way or the other, but not walk the line. Like, yes, give us the illusion like the Vivian and look like Dolly, or give us an illusion and look like... You know Monet, and like make it your own. You know,
0: well, and like looking back at like a night of a thousand Madonnas, I don't think that they all looked like Madonna, but I no. think in that case there were these iconic looks that they could. I mean, obviously they, a lot of them chose the same one, but there were these looks they could draw inspiration from. You know, and in a few cases recreate. But in in this case, yeah, I think maybe because Dolly doesn't have in my mind that diverse like she had to me there is an uh, there is an iconic dolly look and in versus like madonna reinvented herself over and over and over and had Uh multiple iconic looks you're right so it did start to feel even a little monotonous of like oh here you come with the big blonde wig and a dorky walk you know um and and i think in a way that's why i like Jinxes the most because it felt like she was making fun of that by just doing that stupid little walk the whole time
1: (laughs) You know, I when I was living in Portland, it was the first time in my life that I encountered this. But, Mary, there are, like, Dolly stans. Like, people that know everything about her that, like, would be able to to come back at you and be like, no, Colin, actually, like, she did reinvent herself this way, and this look is iconic, and this... You know what I mean? Like, there's that level of, like, why I love Alanis detail. You know what I mean? And... Uh, I just also, you know, as a just a casual Dolly fan, because let me tell you, I love Dolly Parton. I think she's a great musician. I think she's a great figure. I love in Untucked how they were talking about how punk she is. Like, I love all of that. And I'm not going to get all of the nuances, which is why this runway just felt very similar to me.
0: I got it. Everyone, everyone's going to forget now that you called Shanene a deep cut. Now that I've said Dolly doesn't reinvent herself, this is going to be the new thing. Uh, Shanene? (laughs) Shanene? Yeah, Yeah, it's a a deep
1: cut. Oh, right, 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 (laughs) right, (laughs) yeah. Actually, it's not. Yeah, no, you're right, it's not. It's just, I'm ignorant. No, but I think, like,
0: I'm, I'm just, you know, twisting your tits, but I just think it also speaks to, like, it, Yes, certainly. If you are obsessed with something, for example, The Real Housewives, you could chart how each season or how a certain wife changes over the seasons because you're a super fan. And the people in that world know those nuances. But outside of it, it's like it's just squawking chickens to me, honey. And I Mm. feel like Madonna, I guess I'm just, yeah, more familiar with. But like Dolly's evolution, to me, it's like it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't reach that same mainstream level to me that someone like Madonna or Michael Jackson or Beyonce even would, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, she has the two movies, a Whorehouse and 9 to 5. Straight 5. Talk. Oh, and Straight Talk, so three movies, right? <laughs> but I feel like Straight Talk and 9 to 5, I wouldn't be able to tell you which outfit or which era was hers. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I would, I mean, thinking about doing A Dolly Runway, I feel like I would kind of want to take the the genie from uh, Drag Race Thailand approach of, like, well, what's everyone else gonna do? I'm gonna do Dolly Parton in 1992's Straight Talk. You know what I mean? Uh, and what I would right. do to keep it interesting is do a two in one look where I'm both Dolly
1: and Amy Morton's character. Oh my god, of course you would do that. Yeah, yeah, you know, actually, now that I think of it, oh my god, people are just like eviscerating us right now. But you know, Straight Talk, yeah, no, I can I can see the nine to five looks. It is different than straight talk, but it takes me a second to get there. You know what I mean? Because I'm just not I don't have Dolly memorabilia all over my house. Although what's funny is I moved into a subletted apartment where my friend Iris has a Dolly Parton painting. So
0: you have no excuse and <laughs> I have no excuse. <laughs> this is more of a Matreon nuance, but listeners of our Drag Race España recaps know that you also don't know Steel Magnolias, and that is another significant dolly role.
1: Yes, but I know you're right. You're absolutely right, Mary. That is a call out, and I can't believe you did it on Maine.
0: But, I uh, did it on Maine. I'm not going to go on the <laughs> alt for this one. Yeah. Um,
1: well, Mary, I, I, I hope that you respond to every single message encouraging me to watch the movie and explain to them exactly why. I have not finished watching that movie. But I am familiar with a very famous Dolly line from that movie about, uh, you know, the two pigs under the blanket. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. No, I, I Dolly was hilarious in the first half of that movie. Mary's, I have not seen the second half of Steel Magnolias because at the time I could not handle it when she faints on the porch. And so I still have not seen the famous cemetery scene. I love being ignorant about what happens. Um, I don't really know for sure, and I'd like to keep it that way, okay? I'm a very sensitive soul. (laughs) I want to know why! (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yeah, the Dolly Runway, um, you know, Trinity, it would look like a replica. Uh, You know, you had the Vivian. It was another kind of replica. Um, I thought Evie's was so gorgeous. Uh, I really loved what she was wearing. And I appreciated Shay for, like, choosing to go outside of the box. I, Shay, I, I think that was so far outside of my
0: Dolly references. That, Same. Um, And, you know, just kind of going back to Monet for a second, like, while it is sort of, like, inspired by Dolly, I also think what Monet did was, like, instead of giving us kind of th- that – traditional kind of like big boobs, glittery dress, big hair, she did a coat of many colors. And that was uh-huh. a distinct Dolly reference that mm. she then made her own. So I'm going to go with you on giving Monet more points here because I think she found a way to give us a unique Dolly where everybody else – it was a very similar um, path. Yeah.
1: yeah. This Other than was Shea. This was a drag show of – you know female impersonators right that was that's what it seemed most of and i kind of wanted an all-winter season of drag race where they went over the top like inspired by dolly you know Mm, sure sure and and
0: then i think you know i guess maybe to evie's point of like you know maybe this is a you know uh this is more of a stretch you know for some of us than others um is maybe like did it have to be dolly specific given the, the challenge had no connection to dolly like this could have just been girl group inspired you know what i mean uh-huh. and yeah. like that would have opened up the possibilities to like different eras different types mm. of girl groups oh yeah other oh, than god, Shay
1: would have had a great time with this
0: yeah and i i think actually that would have been more fun and mm. this i think my takeaway was like god love you dolly but this it it feels kind of like kimono gate. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, Mm -hmm. derpy walk gate, you know, like six queens did the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, like Dolly's impact, uh, I'm kind of like Monet and Untucked where it's like, look, I know about Dolly because of other gay people and I, I learned about her. It's not someone that like, you know, I'm not, I'm not that fan like that person over there. And I totally get why, you know what I mean? Uh, Like there's a whole theme park about her and I get why.
0: So we haven't really talked about uh, Trinity and I, I did not mind Trinity's uh, Dolly. I think while there was elements of it that were great on the nose, I thought she, there was something she looked great, but also a little unhinged. Like there was this like (laughs) thing in her eye that was like a little unhinged. And what I wanted to mention was
1: was it about the porch? Something about the porch?
0: I think, but <laughs> but unfortunately, the soundboard is not working, so I'll just pretend I'm editing in a well, porch sound. Here it is, Michelle. You remember my porch. What I loved is that, like, you know, when RuPaul, because RuPaul says, you know, comments on like her hair proportion, and I love when RuPaul does that kind of like expert commentary, mm. similar to like, like, uh. Having Lady Camden draw a bigger upper lip, like I love mm. when Rue has that like gives drag advice, like good yeah. drag advice. Like, oh man, Rue knows stuff because she was right when she said that. I was like, right, it is a really good proportion for Trinity. You're 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 really good at drag. Rue.
1: <laughs> is she? I don't uh, oh, know. I think she's just seen a lot of it. She's right? Just so seen a lot. That, that makes that makes her a, yeah. a a really good expert in in from the aesthetic standpoint. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. I'm I've started to watch the episode twice and the second time I watch it or maybe even the first time I watch it if I'm at home, I skip the deliberations and the critiques. Because I'm just like, I'm not going to learn anything from these. And it like this week they were all like, Oh my God, I couldn't take my eyes off of you. They said that about like four different queens.
0: Yeah, this is the first week I skipped the like actual like deliberations where I was like, this isn't, I don't need to watch this. It, I mean, I watched the the first time and I didn't really even pay attention. I was like, this is just performance.
1: So It's starting to turn into an episode of The Masked Singer where every single time the masked singer or a masked singer is singing on stage, they cut to the judges and the judges are saying like one of three phrases. They're saying, oh, who is? Or they're saying, I know that voice. I know that. I, who, or they're going, wait, 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 wait. So
0: I have never watched it, but Jody and Amanda have talked about it on their podcasts, And they said that like, the, the, they like, it'll always be like Jenny McCarthy going, I think it's Jamie Foxx. I, I really <laughs> think it's Jamie Foxx. Like every single one of the, the Masked Singers, they think it's Jamie Foxx. And then it's Rudy Giuliani, so go figure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah.
1: God. Anyway, um, uh, but that's kind of what it's turning into here. It's like they're just now saying the phrases, and I, I feel like there's going to be a supercut at the end of the season, and we're going to learn all of the positive accolades each week and see the connecting threads, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, the only other real thing I took away from the judges panel was that RuPaul looks like she fell asleep on the bus. You know, the hair is just like pressed oh, against see, the yeah, window. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I have to mention this. And I should probably save this for nuance because it's not my thing to call out. But I just notice it is Michelle loves to tell the black girls that things look good against their skin tone. She Always does it, oh, and it talked always about that before. It yeah. always and, and like I, it's not my thing to call out, but it always feels adjacent to like, oh
1: my god, can I touch your hair? Like, it just feels it's so it, adjacent. It, it, you know what? Uh, look, I love Michelle Visage. I'm, I hope that she's apologized to oh the knees. The, the <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, there's something about Michelle and the skin, uh, that she always it keeps coming back, but. Uh, yeah, the lip sync, this lip sync kind of felt like a Thorgy Thor versus Chichi Devane, where it was like, well, the Vivian literally looks exactly like Dolly Parton. So what is Evie supposed to do? Evie, Evie did the best she could and was like making it really funny. And I was kind of like, okay, maybe Evie, but girl, it looked like, you know what I mean? It looked like a Derek Barry situation.
0: Girl. The Vivian was giving us Vegas and Evie was giving us Reno.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. There you go.
0: That's what yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, you know, but uh, I, I'm not going to take it away from Evie as being a great lip syncer and like being very creative with her face and what she does. Because, you know, if I were to, if, if RuPaul looked at me and said, Johnny, who are you giving this win to? I would give it to Evie because it was at least in, You know, it was just a little bit more interesting, I guess. But uh, I also am loving how people are noticing that the drag queens on the side are never impressed. Queens,
0: yeah. There's, I think, a couple Marys sent us the compilation of queens not living for the lip sync, complete Uh, with the horn, and it is uh so true. It is so funny. I love. I love when they're not living for the lip sync. I mean and this one was fine. I mean, RuPaul did do a weird air guitar thing at one point that I Oh yeah, I saw that. You know, my brain. She knows just the shut song down. that well. She uh-huh. knows the
1: song that well. I actually I respected that because that's like a
0: I know, it's like, it. she you knows, know? it's like it's when she hit. talks about knowing, like when you lip sync, you have to know the breaths, you know? Yes, Mary, um, yes. But it's just, it, it. the certain move that she did, it was like she was, it was like she was the, like in fucking Charlie Daniels band with this big fucking violin on her chin. And she did this, Wah, with this arm, and I was like, who are you? What, who are you? Look at you. Look at oh, you over there enjoying okay. this song. How fucking dare you enjoy this song on my <laughs> I, I, I watch? I love that.
1: I love that. You ate it. I love that. I mean, <laughs> it's you know, it's like a Michelle during music. The lip sync, like, <gasps> but that you gotta I love. love it. That I you gotta love. love it. That I love. Come together. Yeah.
0: And the rebel. <laughs> that's where she like really. And the rebel. That's yeah. it. She's
1: living on. And the rebel. Uh-huh. She, they're talking about Dolly Parton. Talking yeah, she's a rebel. Rebel. Yeah. 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 She's a rebel, Katie. She's a rebel. She's a rebel. Mary, well, your BSA? Is it uh,
0: obvious? Um, you know what? I got to tell you. My BSA of the week is Ross as Carson Gacy. Yeah. 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 I got to say. That's, you know. Uh, I did like when Vivian plunged Raja's boob. I mean, that was almost a BSA moment. And Oh,
1: I, yeah. That was a great moment. Yeah. And, like, Jinx uh. in
0: general this episode could just take the – She's like Estrella on Espana. Like, she could mm. take – the BSA every week if she wanted it.
1: Yeah, I, I Jinx was great in the talking heads, in the challenge. She, she was she was doing it, but I'm going to give it to the commitment of the Bossi Rossi uh transformation, uh, yeah. which I appreciated. Uh we also got a Mary making sure and I just love the nuance of this, but I think I think they said uh Petition to get Raja's hat put into the time capsule, if it fits. And I just love the if it fits, Mary. <laughs>
0: I mean, maybe we can coil the microphone cord into the hat. Mm-hmm. What was the other thing from Jinx that we were going to... It was like two Jinx things. It was the cord and something else.
1: Well, the fact that we can't remember,
0: Mary. is The a... ear, the pig ear.
1: Oh, the pig ear that falls. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. What does Christina say after she's told to clean the bathroom floor by her mother? Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Mary's, we are going to leave this episode there unless, sorry, Mary, I'm jumping the gun. Do you have any final thoughts? No, no.
0: The only other thing I had was, this is like the deepest, littlest, dumbest cut, but this week when RuPaul is announcing that they're going to lip sync for their legacy, Ru's voice breaks a little bit on legacy, and it reminds me of, let the music play, but there was like a, for your legacy. There was a little, so if you want to go back and watch Jada being stoned the whole time and RuPaul going through puberty on legacy, those are your takeaways.
1: Yeah, there's also that quote that we can't play the clip of, of... um jada talking about you know it's, oh, it's like everybody's verse here just put something in a hole
0: oh uh, I'll, edit a it in a I'll edit it in somewhere The cute i'll edit it in right Mary's- here here it is it's, it's happening right now this is like verse sex it's so confusing somebody just put something yeah. in I somebody's something. hole please yeah. okay go ahead
1: Anyway, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Total RooQuest Live, you can reach out to us on Instagram at All Right Mary Pod. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or slash allright dash Mary. Or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also and you can find more of me
0: on my other two podcasts including a brand new episode of In the Details a celebration of nuance is it Housewives related? you'll have to go listen and find out or Best Supporting Podcast a celebration of Best Supporting Actresses uh, you can find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. And, of course, you can get more of both of us, including the All Right Mary After Show Nuance, which will be coming out on Tuesday, and our Only Mary's episodes, which have been super gay this month, uh, all at patreon.com slash Mary.
1: Millie Vanillion, John Tash. Oh, I can't wait.
0: Oh, man. Wait. Oh, man. I can't wait. So, Marys, we are we are about to record and release this week on our only Mary's level. What I have always called in my head Billy Hollywood's screen kiss, but is Billy's Hollywood screen kiss with a Sean P. Hayes. in the Sean
1: P. Hayes. Yeah. Stands for penis. Yeah. Penis. (laughs) Penis. Uh, Mary, what is our last chance lip sync this week?
0: Well, you know, I have like a feeling we may have done this once before, but if I can't remember, God help us if anyone else does. But I feel like I need to bring it back to an era of. This isn't a girl group, but this is what the vocals maybe would have sounded like. And it is uh, a, a late 90s dance classic, Gina G's Ooh Ah, just a little bit. Because this challenge was. Ooh, uh, uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit.
1: Mm. A little bit more. We need I a need, little
0: I bit need more. a little bit more. <laughs> you know
1: what I'm looking for. All right, Marys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week and we will talk to you next time.
0: Totsie.